Welcome to Security Mutual Life Insurance Company of New York's SML Planning Minute, where we share concise and thought-provoking financial ideas for individuals, families, and business owners. Security Mutual, the company that cares. Hello, this is Bill Rinaldi with another edition of Security Mutual's SML Planning Minute. In today's episode, I will share with you three Social Security do-over options. In spite of how hard they try, people often become confused when they try to figure out their Social Security. And it's no wonder. The Social Security Administration's operating manual, its Program Operations Manual System, commonly known as POMS, runs for more than 20,000 pages. And yet Social Security can provide a surprising amount of flexibility. Here's one example. In a recent article in Investment News, Mary Beth Franklin provided a summary of three do-over options if you decide to start collecting your Social Security and then change your mind. Why would you change your mind about Social Security? Well, for one thing, the longer you wait, the more money you'll get each month, at least until age 70. The difference between collecting at age 62 versus waiting until age 70 can be more than 75%. And sometimes people don't figure that out until after they've already filed. So what do you do when you realize you've made a mistake? Here are three strategies outlined in Franklin's article where, if the circumstances are right, you can get a do-over. Number one, withdrawing your application. This happens time and time again. Someone gets an early retirement offer and they decide to accept, say, at age 62. They file for their Social Security put their feet up, and relax. And after a few months, they're bored to tears. Now what? They've decided they'd rather go back to work, but it's not that simple. They've already started collecting their Social Security, so what do they do now? Well, the Social Security Administration, SSA, has a way to deal with this. You can withdraw your application within the first 12 months using SSA Form 521. If you do this properly, it will be as if you never applied in the first place. Note that this option is no longer available once the 12-month period has passed. But there's some bad news. You generally need to attach a check with the application. You will need to return whatever money you've collected from Social Security up until that point. For example, if you've collected $1,000 per month for six months, you'll need to write a check back to the Social Security Administration for $6,000. And if along the way you've collected a benefit on behalf of a spouse or a minor child, you would need to pay that back as well. Note that there is no interest due on the amount that gets paid back. Number two, suspending your benefit. This is a twist on an old strategy. Up until about five years ago, there was a popular technique known as file and suspend. Basically, once you reach full retirement age, you could file for your benefit and then immediately suspend it. In the right circumstances, this allowed your spouse to get a spousal benefit of up to 50% of your benefit, even though you technically were not collecting yet. Unfortunately, it was too good to last, and in 2016, it was repealed. But people misunderstood what actually happened. They didn't actually eliminate the suspend part. They simply said that if you suspended your own benefit, the supplemental benefits, such as a spousal benefit, would be suspended as well. So as an example, 
Let's say you started collecting at age 62 with a full retirement age, FRA, of 66. FRA can be anywhere between age 66 and 67, depending upon the year you were born. You are now age 66. You wanted to go back to work at various times over the last few years, but you decided against it. One good reason may be the so-called earnings test, which for many people makes it impractical to collect Social Security and work full-time. But the earnings test only lasts until you reach FRA, and now that you're age 66, it no longer applies. And you'd like to go back to work, so you decide to suspend your benefit. Let's take a quick look at the math. By filing at age 62, you took a 25% reduction in your benefit. Your $1,000 benefit at age 66 would be $750 at age 62. But by suspending, you become eligible for deferred retirement credits of 8% per year up until age 70. So when you resume your benefit at age 70, you will get a 32% increase in your $750 benefit, or $990. In other words, you will now get back most of what you lost when you filed early. But remember, you can only suspend once you reach full retirement age, not before. Here's one good potential reason to do this. In many cases, this could increase the survivor benefit available to your spouse should you predecease. And once you get past age 70, the survivor benefit is basically the higher of the two. If your spouse ends up outliving you by a number of years, that extra survivor benefit, $990 versus $750, could make a huge difference. Number three, getting a lump sum payout. This often overlooked strategy got new attention last year when COVID-19 hit. Basically, you can file for a retroactive benefit of up to six months and receive a lump sum bonus when you file. But there are significant limitations to this strategy. You can only go back to your FRA. So if you're now age 62 and a half, you can't get a six-month lump sum and go back to age 62. But let's say you reached FRA earlier this year when you got to age 66 and two months. You're now 66 and eight months. If you decide to file, you have several choices. You can file now and get a higher monthly benefit than you would have gotten at FRA. If your FRA benefit was $1,000, you can file now for a 4% increase to $1,040 for the rest of your life. Or you can go back up to six months and collect a $6,000 lump sum with a benefit of $1,000 per month for the rest of your life. For many people, the deciding factor is their current cash position. And this is where COVID-19 comes into play. A significant number of people lost their jobs suddenly when the pandemic hit. And if you had a sudden cash need, a lump sum from Social Security could make a huge difference. As you can see, there are plenty of options when it comes to collecting Social Security. But there are a few things to keep in mind as it can be very, very tricky. Security Mutual has the Social Security tools to help make your decisions smarter and easier. Contact your Security Mutual Life Insurance Advisor today to learn more. This podcast is brought to you by Security Mutual Life Insurance Company of New York, the company that cares. The content provided is intended for educational and informational purposes only. Information is provided in good faith. 
However, the company makes no representation or warranty of any kind regarding the accuracy, reliability, or completeness of the information. To help reach your goals, you need a skilled professional by your side. Contact your local Security Mutual Life Insurance Advisor today. As part of the planning process, he or she will coordinate with your other advisors as needed to help you achieve your financial goals and objectives. For more information, visit us at smlny.com slash smlpodcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, tell your friends about it. And be sure to give us a five-star review. And check us out on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. The applicability of any strategy discussed is dependent upon the particular facts and circumstances. Results may vary, and products and services discussed may not be appropriate for all situations. Each person's needs, objectives, and financial circumstances are different and must be reviewed and analyzed independently. We encourage individuals to seek personalized advice from a qualified Security Mutual Life Insurance Advisor regarding their personal needs, objectives, and financial circumstances. Insurance products are issued by Security Mutual Life Insurance Company of New York, Binghamton, New York. Product availability and features may vary by state.